Welcome to All Supplementos Podcast. I have Russ from Good Riddance. How's it going? How are we doing? Good, man. You're good. Yeah, the audio is wicked. Um, how's the wicked? How's the weather down there? Cold. Yeah. But not, not as bad as southern Ontario, I'm sure. <laughs> right on. So, how did it all get started? How did you start um, playing music? I was getting into punk rock, and and uh, I thought it'd be cool to be in a band. And then I had a few buddies of mine who were just learning how to play. Like, one guy played drums, and one guy played guitar, and then we had another friend that said he'd play bass, and uh, they were just starting out like we all were, and they were playing they were playing kind of like not punk stuff, like they weren't into punk, the, the drummer and guitar player weren't. And I told them I'd sing for them if they played all these Sex Pistols covers I liked. Okay. And so they were like, okay. And so we learned some Sex Pistols covers, and and then we started playing parties around town a little bit, wrote a couple original songs. That's that's kind of how I got started. Okay. That was pre 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 Good Riddance. Pre, what was that band called? Was there a name or? It was it was called Good Riddance, but it wasn't the same band. Oh, okay, cool, right on, sweet. Yeah. So then you had other different members come into the band as well. Um, yeah, like Luke. Luke was a friend of mine, and I got to know him because he was playing in a thrash metal band in the area at the same time, and we played parties together and stuff. And and he and I hit it off and became friends and. And he was a really, you know, still is, but he was a ripping guitar player back then. And he was just getting kind of transitioning from being mostly into thrash metal. He was starting to get into more into punk and crossover stuff. And so when our guitar player in my band broke his wrist skateboarding, Luke Luke filled in on a couple for a couple parties and did great. And then he and I he and I started sort of realizing that we had the same kind of vision as far as wanting to not just be a, a party band we wanted to actually try to write original songs and play out of town and all that stuff and so when Luke's band disbanded uh, he he asked if he could join my band and and I said yeah of course and so he was on and I met my band on second guitar and that's kind of when I that's when I say Good Riddance really started was when when Luke joined and that was around 1990 yeah that's uh, that's that's a, a long time ago. Like yeah. I was, I first uh, my first record when I started listening to you guys was um, uh, it was out in me two seconds. Um, well, yeah, uh, Operation Phoenix is when I started listening to you guys. Like I'm forty two right now. Yeah. Um, and then I started listening to your back catalog. Uh, one of my favorite albums is, uh, in my own opinion, is um, uh, Thoughts and Prayers. I like that a lot. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, that's great. Um, and then when did you guys get signed to Fat Records? That happened around 1994. Yeah. Uh, since ni- So from 90 to 94, Luke and I started really hustling, like, really working like writing writing original songs and playing any chance we could out of town like in the, mostly around the Bay Area but we also booked a tour up to Seattle, Washington and back and then out to Houston, Texas and back just on a demo tape 
just calling people up and asking if we could play and, and losing a ton of money but we had a good time and and we just everything we recorded we kept writing new songs and we'd record them and then we would send them to every record label we could and we both were fans of no effects and we when we saw that mike had a label we we were like well let's let's send one there and mm -hmm. so we sent one there along with everyone along with hundreds of other labels and and mike Mike wrote us back and he liked our demo and we sort of stayed in touch and then fortunately we were he asked us to do a 7 inch and then when we recorded our 7 inch which was like a 94 yeah uh, he, his plan was to do that and then let us kind of stew and write some better songs and see how that looked <laughs> when we recorded our 7 inch we went to the studio and we did we did the 7 inch songs but while we were in there we also recorded all these other new songs that we just written and he liked those well enough to decide to go ahead and do a full length with us shortly thereafter, which was cool. Yeah. So that, that was Forgotten Country, which was recorded late 94, came out in January 95. So all that stuff too, like the new songs after the 7-inch, was, was that all like, it was, you guys already had them done and you just recorded it right from the floor? Yeah. Oh, because okay. we, we knew, we, Fat was paying for the studio time to get the 7-inch done. So we made sure those songs were solid, but then we also hammered out like quick versions of, like demo versions of these newer songs. Because we were just constantly, we were constantly writing and trying to like get better songs and improve and, and just continually come up with, with better stuff. And so these were songs that Mike hadn't heard, and I guess he, he felt strong enough about them to go ahead with a, with a full length earlier, earlier than expected. Yeah, like, cause your your catalog, like, you guys are, you guys have a huge catalog, and then that's the thing too is I can't really pick a album that I don't like, um, and I and even like your your solo stuff too, like I listen to that, and your voice translates a really well for acoustic music. Um, Thank you. And that's the thing too is like I don't mean to sound like a dick when I say it. well whatever it is what it is. Um, like there's some punk bands that do acoustic and it's like, okay, what the fuck happened? Right. And then you got yourself and there's a few others I know too, but whatever, but you got yourself and it translates really well just with you and a, a guitar, like your raspy voice and it still sounds edgy and like punk rock, but it doesn't. Cool. Well, thank you. Appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. So how did you get involved with Curse of Blessing Records? With what? I'm sorry? Curse of Blessing Records, your, uh, the two uh, solo albums on there? Curse of Blessings? Yeah. Curse of Blessings is, is run by Al Nolan, who I've known probably since, since 1995 or 1996. Uh, he, he sang and still sings in a band called Trigger Happy. They're a wicked band it, too. It, it, yeah, and so, like one of our first times playing in Toronto, we played with we played with Trigger Happy. We met those guys and and we played with them numerous times over the years. Uh, they would jump on for a leg of a leg of a tour here and there, and so I, I've known Al a long, a long time, and he he recently decided to start a record label. Because he's, you know, he's he's got his head in the game, and he knows music really well, and he knows he knows how all that stuff works, 
uh, he still keeps an eye on a lot of the the more newer up and coming bands that are playing, especially up in in Canada. And so he he reached out uh, when I think he heard that I was doing my second album. The label that financed the album was called is called um, I can't believe I'm blanking on the name. It's all good, um, man. I got you, brother. Hold on. Oh, uh, it's a it's a European label out of out of Austria. Okay. Uh, and Stefan Stefan, who who runs that label, had reached out to 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 see if I wanted to put another solo album out, and then and Al heard about it, and so they did kind of a co-release thing, mm-hmm. and then I also recorded some songs specifically for a exclusive uh, seven inch on Curse Blessings. So Curse Blessings did a lot of the North American distribution on my the full length album mm-hmm. and, and then they also released a 7 inch specifically on, on Chris Blessings and when Al reached out I was happy to I was I was happy to do it I mean I I've known the guy a long time and I think I think he's doing a fantastic job with his label and I let him know like hey I'm not very popular nobody buys my albums nobody comes to my shows I'm oh, sure you want to do this he was, he was like yeah I'll do it so yeah no, and like, and are you touring right now or no? No, I play, I play like solo stuff. I just do like shows here and there when people if people ask me. Yeah. Um, and you're a big, uh, big hockey fan, no? Yeah, I think so. I guess I probably yeah. qualify. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you cheer for the San Jose Sharks. I live really close, so I have season tickets. Oh, that's but wicked, my favorite, dude! My, my, my favorite team's the New Jersey Devils. That, yeah. that's been my favorite team forever. Yeah, uh, but, but uh, I go to Shark, I go to all the Sharks games and and uh, try to I cheer for them. Yeah, yeah. The Flatliners did their uh, opening uh, season song. The Flatliners, their their song is on at every game. Oh, is it really? I didn't know it was played on every game. Yeah, the Jumbotron. That's yeah. fucking wicked. Um, you. Yeah. Uh, the Devils have a decent team. Well, they have a nice young team. I think the Devils will be really yeah. good in the next like four years. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, they remind me a lot of uh, the Boston Bruins right now. I, I wish. I yeah, wish they're as good as the Bruins. Oh no, dude, come on! Like in the next like three or four years, like you guys got a lot of a lot of young talent on that team that could go fucking far deep in the playoffs, right? Those, oh, yeah, we hope so. Yeah, I used to be a Leafs fan. Um, and then I jumped ship, and now I'm a Habs fan. Uh, and uh, the Habs also do suck as well. So um, I didn't win on that one. But the Leafs are doing pretty good. At least beat the Sharks on Saturday. What, you... makes, what makes somebody from Southern Ontario leave the Leafs to go to the Habs? Uh, would you like that story? Um, sure. <laughs> yeah, I just got tired of um, tired of cheering. And this is, like, I guess, like political like within like uh, hockey. I just got tired of cheering for a team and like spending money on a team and then like not getting anything back. You know what I mean? Like, um, I don't think I'll see a Stanley cup in my, in my lifetime for the Leafs. Um, I just think the organization, like they don't spend, I wish they would spend the money in the front office where they can actually sit there and get a team going instead of giving it to three players. Like they just gave, uh, Oh fucking what's his face today? Eight point five. Uh, Nylander. Yeah. Nylander. Yeah. I thought, and that's the thing too, is like, 
like Nylander is a, a great player, but I, yeah. I would have, in my own opinion, I would have used him for trade bait. I would have sat there and said, "Hey, listen, like let's get a goaltender, right?" Yeah. Um, like don't get me wrong, like I was in the heyday with like Doug Gilmore and Grant Fuhrer, and they almost won a cup. But I, and my parent, like, and my my dad's passed, and my grandfather's passed, and my grandfather used to play for the Peterborough Peets of uh, OHL team in Ontario. Yeah. Um, and they both cheered for the Leafs. I just. I just fell off the bandwagon. I'm like, I just wanted, I want to see a Stanley Cup that I, a, 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 a team that I cheer for. Which so why the Habs? Why the Habs and not the Senators? Um, my uncle um is a Habs fan, so I guess that's why I went okay. there. There you go. Yeah, it's all. It's like my um. I played a little hockey in OHL for the uh, Guelph Storm, and then I played up in uh, for the Barry Colts for a bit. Um. When uh, hockey was, you had a fourth line, you can throw your weight around, but that's also going back like 20 years ago. But I never, they never, they just told me not to touch the puck. They just told me to go hit number 13. So. Do you play hockey? Did you use your your education package after that or not? Uh, No, I didn't. No, no, I was, uh, (laughs) I should have. Um. I sat there, uh, and then after that, uh, I was at the same time I was like uh, apprenticing to be a chef. So that's what I do full time right now. Cool. Yeah, man. Uh, and you play hockey on the regular too, don't you? Yeah, I play in a like an old man league Thursday nights. Yeah. yeah. How's that? It's fun. Yeah. What position not, do you it's play? Not fun. It's, it's not fun at ten forty-five at night, but it's all right. Yeah. What position do you play? Uh, center or wing, whichever, whatever they need. Oh, Four. nice, right on. Alan, what's the team called? We just have colors. It's a they basically have a different seasons. So like of the summer season, fall, winter, spring, and so you pay for a season and you get put on team white, team yellow, team teal, team whatever. Oh, okay. And then once the next season comes, they've shuffled everybody around to different teams. So it's kind of the same ninety or hundred players. There's usually about six teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they just, yeah. So there's not really a. It doesn't go on very long. Like you play a season and then you are a different team with some of the same people. And then, yeah. So I played with and against pretty much everybody. It's a it's a pretty good group. It's fun. It's it's competitive enough because there's enough good players. Mm-hmm. But it's not super. It's not super crazy. And it's um, it's a good. It's a really good skate. It's a lot of fun. Is it full contact or no? No. no. Oh, okay. And um, yeah, that goes right into the spring, huh? Yeah, well, we're just getting ready to start our winter season, so that'll go probably to like February, March. Mm-hmm. And how long you so been, on, how long you been playing pickup? How long you been playing pickup uh, hockey for? I've been playing on and off in 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 leagues like this, like adult leagues, probably since the mid nineties. Yeah, but like lots of stop and start, or like too busy touring or couldn't do it or whatever. So it's not really been a constant thing. I wish I could play more. Yeah. I live about, I live about half an hour from San Jose, Mm -hmm. just where the ice is. If I lived, if I lived closer, I would play, I would play on more teams and I'd be over, I'd be at the rink every night, but that's wicked. uh, To drive for that drive. I'm, I'm one night a week is fine for me. Plus I go over there for sharks games. Yeah. Well, gas is expensive too, right? Would you? Uh, um, I've got an electric car, so I don't got to worry about that now. Oh, that's cool. How's that, man? It's just the, just the drive, huh? How's that? 
That's awesome. Yeah, I've only been in one once. I've only had the uh, lux- like the luxurious to be in uh, into electric car once. Um, it's I think it's great. Like in uh, in Canada in twenty thirty five, all the cars are supposed to be electric. That's awesome. That's great. Well, hopefully, I wish they did it. But don't sooner. tell the people. Don't tell the people in Alberta. Ah, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's quite the province, eh? <laughs> Yeah, they um well they're they, they try they're trying to separate from Canada right now. <laughs> which is insane because Quebec's been trying to do that for the past thirty yeah. five, forty years and we we all know how that went. It just didn't happen. Yeah. Right? Like when you get people not believing in global warming, it's hard to Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you want to talk that heavy and stuff, I can go all day with that, but no, it's okay. Whatever you, whatever you want. Yeah. Um, so, are you uh, touring with Good Riddance anytime soon, or not really? We're we're taking most of twenty twenty four off to write. We're working on a new album. We just started. Mm-hmm. So we're just I'm just starting to write write new songs and get stuff done on my with with a with Logic on my Mac. I can I can plug guitars and basses in and get drummer get a drummer in there like a virtual drummer and it's pretty cool. I can write pretty much write complete songs and send them to the guys and see if they like them and do all the guitar leads and bass and vocals and everything. So just getting that started. So we're going to be working on a new album, hopefully be done by the end of the year. Right on. And that's good. We'll play, play some shows here or there. So if stuff comes up, so we're not completely, we're not completely, um, doing any, doing nothing, but we're not, we're not like heavy touring this year. Taking it easy. Um, and that'll be released on Fat Records too. Eh? Yeah, nice. If they'll still, if they'll still have us, we'd love to do it. And why wouldn't they? You guys rule, man. Um, here's a question for you. Um, actually, I have two. Mm, okay, what are you currently listening to right now? I'm listening to a lot of this uh, a hardcore band from Massachusetts called Half Heart. Yeah, they're cool, man. I like them a lot. So that that's what I've listened to a lot. I also listen to on Sirius XM. I listen to First Wave, which is like music from when I was in high school, like punk and new wave from like the late seventies, early eighties. So just to get some nostalgia going, I listen to that. Mm-hmm. That's station a lot. But as far as bands, I'm 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 really in, I'm going down like a half heart rabbit hole lately. Yeah, half heart's really cool too. Have you heard of the band uh, Be Well? Yeah, they're. I'm listening to them a lot actually. Um, they're great, also. I love that band. Yeah, they're fucking killer, dude. And that's the thing. I don't think that band gets uh, um, gets enough credit, in my own opinion. I don't know who's, but and that's just my own opinion. Um, do you listen to anything other about hardcore and punk, or? I listen to. I listen to Irish folk music sometimes. I listen to. Billy Bragg a lot. Billy Bragg's cool. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Right on, man. Uh, there's a band um, out in out west, actually, a band called One of Us. Um, check them out. I'm really uh, digging them. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's it, man. Um, 
And there's another band. I can't really think of it right now. I'll just send it to you. Um, what's his face from Sick It All? Uh, who's the lead singer for Sick It All again? Fucking, um, the singer of Sick It All? Yeah, yeah. He sings on like three tracks. Lou. Lou, yeah. He sings on three tracks of this band. Um, awesome. Yeah, that's fucking wicked. Um, so, yeah. Um, would you have played hockey? Like, would you have wanted to play hockey other than being in a band? Like professionally? Well, I think so, but I'll be, I, I just never, growing up in a small beach town in California, it wasn't really a thing. Like I, I didn't even start playing until I was an adult. Mm-hmm. So like if things had been different, uh, if I had been born and raised someplace where I could have played hockey when I was a kid, and if I had been good at it, yeah, I would have loved to do that. Yeah. Um, right on. Cool, man. Um, yeah, so... Uh, Oxley Diamond, thanks for doing this. So, like, you got uh, a bunch of stuff on Curse of Blessing Records, and you got some hopefully new uh, Good Riddance coming out in the next year. Um, Hope so. Yeah, man. I'm hoping so, too, dude. Um, Do you want to plug anything, like, at the end of this? Like, your socials? I don't think so. No, I mean, I, I'm available on Cameo if anyone wants to book me. That's that's always fun. Yeah, I, I don't I donate all the money from that. Uh, what else? What about your cat Jack? Is your, what's your cat's name? Jack. Jack. Yes. Yeah. And what kind of cat's he? He's an orange tabby. Yeah. And how old's that dude? He's he's uh he's like three and a half. Oh, he's brand new, eh? Yeah, he got. He's a he's a pandemic cat. Oh. And uh, yeah, he he got named after Jack Hughes, who plays for the Devils. Oh no way! That's cool, man. Um, does he wake you up in the morning every morning or what? No, he's all right. He's pretty chill. Is he? Uh, our cat, uh, Mister Martini, wakes us up at three o'clock every morning. This guy has this guy has a automatic feeder, so like he's gotten used to the food coming at a certain time and he doesn't bother me about it oh we feed we feed the three kitties uh wet food in the morning okay um this may sound gross but it's better for their digestive system um that way they can yeah it's just i don't know one of the vets told us that and so we've just been doing that so and then we got the other two cats all of them pimento so uh do you plan on getting any more pets or no I'm not sure. This one had a brother that, that passed away. Oh, what? About, about a month ago. Yeah, like just really random. Uh, he just was oh. in his sleep. He just passed away one night. How old his was name he? Was, his, his name was Nico, same age. They were from the same litter. And, oh, what? Uh, yeah. That's... So he, and I'm not really sure why or what happened. He just, he looked like, he looked like he was sleeping. Oh, man. But he was, but he, but he had passed away. It looked like, like someone had just unplugged him. Oh, why? And that's so, so sad. So that's a, that's a bummer. And so I'm trying to decide if I want to just just roll with Jack or get another cat because I know it's really rough to try to introduce another cat if, if when we have when you have one cat that's used to this be in his place, yeah. And bring another cat in. It's it's a it's a definitely an adjustment. I'm not sure if I want to go through that, but we'll see. I'm still thinking about it. Yeah, well, like that's the thing too is like when we got uh, Mr. Martini. Um, that's uh in pimento they're like a year apart and uh she just thinks of him like her little brother like 
they like of course they fight but like three quarters of the time like she's sitting there like licking his paws and like cleaning him right because he's still well, like when yeah. when we got him so long story short it's a short story so my fiance she um works for a trucking company and so there's some uh cats like in the garage and whatnot and so we already had two and she's like well do you want a third one i'm like mm, do we and then she drove me out there and i saw him i'm like okay get in the car let's go um but we got him at uh four weeks so for the first like two or three weeks when he was here his eyes weren't even open wow yeah so he used to sit there and sleep on uh jennifer's head at nighttime and that's where he sleeps all the time now he'll crawl up at two o'clock and meow and then plop on down on her forehead <laughs> just because uh, that's where he knows where to sleep right it's fucking weird man it's cute as hell, though. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. But uh, anyways, Russ, uh, thanks for doing this, man. Um, it's uh, It was a pleasure talking to you. Thanks, man. Appreciate you. Yeah, I appreciate you, too. Okay? Peace. Oh, there's the cat. Okay.